the nurse Lucy Letby has been found guilty of murdering seven babies and attempting to murder six others while they were in her care at a hospital in Cheshire, making the 33-year-old the UK's worst child killer in modern times. In a statement, the families of her victims said that they were heartbroken and that justice could not reduce the extreme hurt, anger and distress which they have experienced. Lucy Letby was also acquitted of two counts of attempted murder and the jury were undecided on six charges of attempted murder. Well, today the government has ordered an independent inquiry into the circumstances surrounding this shocking case. Our North of England correspondent Judith Moritz is here with me. And Judith, you've been following this case throughout for months. And it's only now that the full scale of her crimes has become apparent. Yes, I can tell you, Rita, that verdicts have been being delivered here at Manchester Crown Court over several hearings over the last 10 days. It was only today when the jury indicated that they could go no further, that uh, reporting restrictions were lifted and we are able now to report the full extent of what Lucy Letby has been found guilty of. Now, that was an emotional moment in the courtroom here, in courtroom number seven, uh, particularly, you can't even imagine, for the families of those babies. Some of the jurors looked upset this afternoon, but conspicuous by her absence was Lucy Letby, who refused to come up from the cells. She wasn't in court. And it's been fast-moving ever since. The prosecution are considering a retrial on the undecided verdicts here. And there's been the announcement, as you say, of a government inquiry. She thought she'd get away with it. But this was the moment the game was up. Hello, Lucy, is it? Yes. Hello, my name is Cheshire Police. Look, it's 77. Oh, yes? Yeah, thank you. Behind the door of this ordinary suburban house, Britain's most prolific baby killer was finally arrested three years after her murder spree began. If you just take a seat in there for me, Lucy. I'll move that seat forward a bit. Sure. Yeah, I just had knee surgery. So. Oh, right, OK. She worked here on the neonatal unit at the Countess of Chester Hospital. Her role to care for the most premature and vulnerable infants. But that couldn't have been further from her mind. The crying, um, I've never heard anything like it since. It was screaming. It was screaming and I was like, what, what's the matter with them? Legally, we can't identify the families in this case, but their stories are distressing. These are the parents of twin boys born prematurely in 2015. Their mum was taking milk to them when she heard one of her sons crying loudly. He had blood round his mouth and, and Lucy was there. But faffing about, not really, not doing anything. Lucy said, oh, don't worry, the registrar was coming and she told me to go back to the ward. The baby's mum left him in this intensive care area and went to call her husband. They thought their son was in safe hands with Nurse Letby, but a short time later they were told he was dangerously ill and they rushed back to find doctors trying to save him. We were taken in and we were told to talk to him and hold his hand. And then the conversation with the consultant, and she said, we need, you know, we're, we're going to stop. It's not helping. Um, we, we want 
We wiped them to die in your arms. On the unit, there were typically up to three deaths a year. But in 2015, they had that number in the month of June alone. And the pattern continued with babies dying or coming close to death. The common factor, Lucy Letby. This staffing sheet shows she was the only employee who was present every time there was a suspicious event. Dr Stephen Breary led the team of seven consultants on the unit who shared joint concerns about Letby. He's now speaking publicly about their experience for the first time. It's something that nobody really wants to uh, consider, you know, that a member of staff might be harming the babies under your care. Things came to a head when two out of three healthy triplets died within 24 hours of each other in June 2016. Afterwards, a meeting was held for staff. Lucy Letby was there. She was sitting next to me. I spoke to her and said how tired and upset she must be after two days of this uh, and I hoped that she was um, going to have a restful weekend. And she turned to me and said, um, no, I'm back on shift tomorrow. The other staff were very traumatised by all of this. They were crumbling uh, before your eyes almost and she was quite happy and confident to come into work. Lucy Letby was eventually moved to a clerical role. The doctors kept trying to get managers to investigate the suspicious deaths and her connection to them. But we can now reveal that even though consultants here repeatedly made loud warnings to senior management, they say they were ignored and ultimately told that if they didn't stop raising questions about the nurse, there'd be consequences. And the doctors say that even after Lucy Letby came off duty on the neonatal unit, executives tried to draw a line under the case. And it was only a year after she stopped working as a nurse that the police became involved. After her arrest, officers found all sorts of items in her bedroom. Baby's medical records, her diary and notes covered in Letby's scrawl with phrases including, I am evil, I did this. She is a killer and using her word, she is evil. You've spent time interviewing her and watching her in court as well, yes. giving evidence. What do you make of her? I think she's very emotionless. She doesn't, because she, she doesn't respond to a typical human response that I would have expected. Did you have any concerns that there was a rise in the mortality rate? Yes. There was no empathy or, or sympathy with what's gone on at all. I mean, there are people who look at her and say, there's no way she can have done this. It's circumstantial evidence. Yes. She looks as though butter wouldn't melt. It's an example to us all, really, of not judging a book by its cover. We've got to accept you know, and understand the evidence in this case has been, I believe, significant and has, has taken us to understand that Lucy Letby is a killer. As the trial ended today, Letby refused to come into the courtroom. Prosecutors later reflecting on the scale of her deceit. In her hands, innocuous substances like air, milk or medication like insulin would become lethal. She perverted her learning and weaponized her craft to inflict harm, grief and death. The nurse even wrote this sympathy card to the parents of one baby and searched for many of the other families on Facebook 
checking up on them voyeuristically months and even years after attacking their children. I want us to be locked up and I never want us to come out again. Because what she's done has changed the course of our life forever. Lucy Letby had many faces. Party girl, graduate, bright young nurse. But each face was a mask for evil hiding in plain sight. And at last her cover has slipped. Lucy Letby will now be known as one of Britain's most notorious criminals. Judith Moritz, BBC News, Manchester. Well, Lucy Letby has today been convicted of seven murders, but the BBC has learned that there were actually 13 deaths on the neonatal unit where she worked in a one-year period. That is five times the usual rate, and the nurse was on duty for all of them. As Judith was reporting there, doctors on the unit were raising concerns for months about Letby, but senior managers ignored their warnings and protected her. Our social affairs correspondent Michael Buchanan has this exclusive report. This is the story of an NHS trust that didn't properly investigate why 13 babies died unexpectedly in a one-year period. Instead, it turned against the very people who wanted the police to examine the deaths. There is only one serial killer of babies that's worked in that organisation and the executive team were not the people who were responsible for the deaths of those babies. But they had some opportunities to get to the bottom of what was happening. Susan Gilby joined the Countess of Chester NHS Trust as medical director a month after Lucy Letby was arrested. Within two months, she was made chief executive, a post she held until last December. Through documents and speaking to staff, she learned what the trust knew about the serial killer. The first three babies died in June 2015. The executive team held a meeting at which it was agreed that an external investigation into the deaths would be held. It never happened. By October, with seven babies now dead, a staff analysis of the incidents made a link between all the deaths and Lucy Letby being on shift, but it was still seen as coincidental. In February 2016, with ten babies now dead, the director of nursing, Alison Kelly, and Ian Harvey, the medical director, were asked for an urgent meeting to discuss the deaths and Lucy Letby's links to all of them. They didn't respond for three months. The paediatricians were discussing, you know, the terrible nights on call that they were having. One of them said, every time I'm, you know, I'm, this is happening to me, that I'm being called in for these catastrophic events, which were unexpected and unexplained, Lucy Letby is there, and then somebody else said, yes, I found that. And then someone else had the same response. And they all realised that the common factor for each of them was Letby's presence on the unit. In June 2016, two babies died on consecutive days. Thirteen children had now died. Lucy Letby was on shift for all of them. The day after the second death, the nurse was due back in the unit. Paediatrician Steve Breary rang the duty manager asking for Letby to be replaced. The manager refused. I challenged her. I, I said, well, are you saying that you're making this decision against the wishes of seven consultant paediatricians? And she said yes. And uh, I said, well, if you're making this decision, are you taking responsibility for anything that might happen tomorrow to any other of our babies? And she said yes. 
let be went to work and a baby unexpectedly collapsed. We were urging them to investigate our concerns appropriately and most of us felt the most appropriate way to do that would be to go to the police. The response from the medical director was unsupportive. In an email to the paediatricians obtained by Panorama, Ian Harvey wrote, action is being taken. All emails cease forthwith. The police were not called. Instead, in September 2016, the Royal College of Paediatrics and Child Health was asked to carry out a review of the neonatal unit. It urged the trust to investigate each death individually. This didn't happen. Around this time, Lucy Letby launched a grievance procedure against the paediatricians. The internal process concluded that she'd been discriminated against and victimised by the doctors on the unit. With the paediatricians wanting a police investigation, in January 2017, an extraordinary board meeting was held. The medical director, Ian Harvey, gave a verbal report. He said external reviews had not highlighted any individual as being linked to the deaths and that the trust was ready to draw a line under the issues. The chief executive, Tony Chambers, said he'd met Lucy Letby and her parents to apologise for what had happened. A statement written by Letby was read out detailing how hard the past few months had been for her. The meeting decided Lucy Letby would return to the neonatal unit after the paediatricians had written a letter apologising to her. This is the letter they sent Lucy Letby, signed by all seven paediatric consultants in the unit. Against their wishes, they apologised for any inappropriate comments that may have been made, going on to say, we are very sorry for the stress and upset that you have experienced in the last year. Though the paediatricians feared being reported to the regulator, they kept going, pressurising executives to call the police, something the Trust eventually did in May 2017. The reputation of the organisation and protecting that reputation was a big factor in how people responded to the concerns raised. They were dragged, kicking and screaming, the executive team, to call in the police. That would certainly be... The conclusion that I would reach. At the time Letby was arrested in July 2018, she was still working at the Trust. No disciplinary action had been taken against her. The strong opinion was that there would be nothing found. There was a brief overlap of three or four days between myself and the outgoing medical director and his parting words to me, to my surprise, were, you need to refer the paediatricians to the GMC. The former medical director denies threatening to report the doctors to the General Medical Council for misconduct. In a statement, Tony Chambers, the former chief executive, said, All my thoughts are with the children at the heart of this case and their families and loved ones. As chief executive, my focus was on the safety of the baby unit and the well-being of patients and staff. The trial has shown the complex nature of the issues raised. There are always lessons to be learned. The former medical director, Ian Harvey, said, My thoughts are with the babies whose treatment has been the focus of the trial and their parents. As medical director, I was determined to keep the baby unit safe and support our staff. I wanted the reviews and investigations carried out so we could tell the parents what had happened to their child. Both men said they'd cooperate with the upcoming inquiry. Michael Buchanan, BBC News, Cheshire.